The Gem City Sports Network presents GCSN Reports. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Profile Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwestern Ohio. By the USO. And by Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And now, here's your host, Doug Brown. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this edition of GCSN Reports. My name is Doug Brown. Yeah, over the past year or so, uh, a lot of schools have been getting new stadiums, having stadiums built or rebuilt, renovated, and so forth. We're going to talk to three athletic directors to that tonight on this edition of GCSN Reports. Starting, uh, it'll be right, well, actually the 30, State Route 35 corridor. Starting in Xenia, the Xenia Buccaneers, uh, they, they've uh, totally remodeled, um, or actually taken down Doug Adams Stadium and rebuilt it. New home side, uh, uh, stands, new visitor side, stands. They've uh, flipped the uh, field around where the uh, uh, home side is on the west side of the field where the uh, Buccaneer fans won't be facing the sun. And uh, new press box, everything. New lighting, new poles, everything. Uh, Carroll, they've uh, done a major renovation on their uh, stadium, too, over the last couple of years. Where they put it, uh, This year, they just put in a new side, uh, home side. And uh, new press box. Looking forward to seeing that. And then finally, Welcome Stadium. Boy, I tell you what, they have done a major overhaul of that stadium. Uh, they have, you know, the, the the structure itself is still the same, but they put in a new press box, new seating, new concessions, new everything. And they're not done yet. New scoreboards going in as we speak. So, and they're not done. And we talked to Victoria Jones over that, uh, about that. Uh Scott Mulfentner, uh, Mulfenter, I should say. Um, we talked to him about Carroll, and we're going to do that right after this. First up will be Nathan Kopp from Xenia. We'll be right back with more after this. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Hey sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's 
that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. Hey, back here on GCSN Reports, Doug Brown here with you, and we are joined now by Nathan Kopp, who is the Director of Athletics at Xenia High School, and uh, are you ready for uh, football to start? I will be ready August 17th uh, when we open up our newly renovated Doug Adams Stadium in Xenia. Yeah, you just totally took the whole stadium down and, and rebuilt it, uh, and uh, from, the, from the pictures I've seen, that really looks great. Yeah, so it's a, it's going to be a two-phase process. Uh, phase one, we uh, demoed the uh, bleachers um, and took down the six light poles that had been up since the 1950s and replaced those with four new high-efficiency LED lights. And we also flip-flopped our um, home and away side. So for the first time in forever, our home fans will not sit in the setting sun in the fall uh, for fall sports and also in the spring for track and lacrosse. Also with Phase 1 is a new sound system uh, for the entire stadium and a 16 by 9 uh, video board. Um, we anticipate the stadium as far as the bleachers and the lights and the sound system being complete starting that first week of football and soccer, which is that Monday, August 14th. The video board is going to be sometime later in the fall. So uh, you said that, uh, that stadium has been up, or the light poles were up since the, 50s, uh, it's the uh, stadium or the seating. I know there's been some renovations to that, but has the stadium seating been basically the same since then, too? Uh, they had added some um, on the home side, kind of wings from about the 25 towards the 10 yard line. And then the visitor side bleachers, I think, had been around since the mid 90s. Um, previous to that, there were some form of wooden bleachers. Now, that stadium's been in that site for a long, long time, because I remember coming out there when I was a, a, a student at Wayne High School, coming out there and playing Xenia all the time. Correct. I, I, I was a student at Wayne High School and played on that field back in the mid-'90s myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> And that was one that was grass, too. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep this will be year nine of the field turf. So we've got a couple more years of the field turf. Um, the track was added. Uh, this will be year seven of the of the high school track. So yeah, we've been slowly making uh, progress to uh, to renovate the stadium. But the, switching the bleachers and the lights are going to be a big, big difference. I noticed that the, the couple of games I did out there, uh, it was it was hard to see when that sun was setting in the press box because you had I, I guess there was some film on the uh, on the. Uh, on the glass, and it made it real hard to see. But once the once it went down, once the sun went down, it was great. And uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the game on June fifteenth, or uh, not June fifteenth, on uh, September fifteenth when uh, we come out there to do the game versus Butler. Yeah, that'll that'll be exciting. That's a, that's our Wee Bucks night, and actually, that's the we're hoping by September fifteenth, the video board can be installed and be utilized by them. Now, uh, first game is against. Uh, the arch rival Beaver Creek. Yep, and that's thir- that's on th- Thursday night. So that's Thursday night light. So that'll be on uh, the Fox Forty Five station. And then you get to uh, showcase you get to showcase the stadium that day too. Yep, that that's the plan. We're like I said, we're optimistic, and uh, everybody at the stadium that's in charge of that project, um, uh, the architect and the construction firm, say we're on target. So now, what are the fans saying about the stadium? 
Oh, I, I, I think there's there's a lot of excitement, and you know, sometimes the uh, the first couple of months of work and putting the footers in, nobody really sees. They just see the bleachers are down. They don't see anything, and you know, for the last the last week or so, it's really took some life with starting to see the uh, home side being built. And you know, again, there it's going to seat four thousand, a little steeper than um, the previous home side, which was thirty five hundred. So just makes them look look a little bigger, and that go from about three yards in the end zone. Um, um, all the way down to three yards in the end zone the other way. Wow, that's a that, uh, and then you added some seats on the other side too, right? On the yeah, so side? that's yeah. They are they're working on those footers, and obviously it's a smaller footprint. So those those should be those footers should be done uh, early next week. And, and the visitor side bleachers, they're telling me, will, you know, will take about a week to be to built. So we're still like like I said, we're still on target for um, that, I think 15, 16, 17 of our first uh, home events. There. Now, uh, of course, you got a new press box. What's that like inside? Have you been inside there yet? I have not been up there yet. Nope, it is. It's about the same length, but the other one was only about six feet in depth. This one is uh, 12, and then has the capability for it'll have a um, upper deck for filming as well. Okay. Now, is there like uh, two tiers to it? I mean, with it being 12 feet, is there like uh, you got the front row, and then do you have a back row too? It, it's no, it's it's not like I, I, I've been into Wayne's press box. It is not like that. No, just just more depth. Um, okay. For for maneuverability. Okay. Well, I am I'm really excited for the uh, students. At the, you know, what are they? What does the football team uh, uh, think of the the new stadium itself? Is, is it uh, total excitement? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, they've they've kind of been doing their own thing this summer. We've you know we had uh, our previous locker rooms were underneath the home side, so we have some portable locker rooms that are um, actually probably a little better. They're they're air conditioning and a little more energy efficient than uh, what what they're used to. So they'll have a temporary home for this fall, and then we are you know we're in the planning phase of phase two, uh, which will include locker rooms, a community room. And upgrades of our concessions and training rooms and restrooms, uh, where our current concession stand is now. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna feed off all of the, um, great energy we had from last year's first ever 10 and 0 season. And, you know, I think, I think kids are, you know, kids are excited and, you know, these are the things that you need to do to, you know, for our student athletes to give them the best opportunity to succeed, uh, and give them the best facilities to participate in. Uh, how do you think this football team is going to do? Uh, I know you lost uh, quite a few kids uh, from last year's team. How, do, how does this team look so far? Well, you know, we, we did. I mean, we lost three all-state players, but we bring back fourteen starters, and oh. uh, you know, five, five off, five, four of the five offensive linemen are star, our starting quarterback. Uh, we bring back a running back that you know has a lot of experience, and on the defensive side, um, we you know we really bring we, we bring you know we, we lost a, a defensive end that was first team all state, and, you know, and then Tremel Wright was kind of you know jack of all trades, first team all state on both sides of the ball. But you know we're, we've got a lot of experience, uh, so you know you know you never know till you you know put the pads on that first day and that first game to see what's happened. But I'm I'm optimistic that uh, you know we're going to carry some of that momentum from last year into this season. What about your soccer teams? Soccer teams have great numbers. Um, you know, the, the boys actually shared the uh, our side of the league last year, um, and I know the girls. Are, I mean, our girls were relatively young, so those 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 uh, those two groups are coming back and they get good numbers. You know, fielding the JV team, uh, you know, full JV teams, which you know in today's day and age, there's several schools in our league that are, that aren't doing that. So I'm excited about the numbers and uh, uh, optimistic of uh, the season for both of them. Well, Nathan, I want to thank you for uh, coming on and talking about this and. Uh 
Uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to coming out there uh, with the, the game versus Butler, and uh, I'll be watching on uh, Thursday Night Lights uh, when they come out there. Yeah, thanks for having me, Doug. All right. We'll be back with more after this time out. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Joining us now here on GCSN Reports is uh, Scott Molfentner from the athletic director and soccer coach at Carroll High School. And uh, Scott, renovations going on over there at Carroll, and I think it, uh, they're much needed, though, right? Uh, hey, great to be with you. Um, absolutely, yeah. We're always happy to upgrade our facilities. We're very excited about it. Um, we had a great group of volunteers back in the day that helped us put a stadium in our backyard right there, and then now we're just uh, taking the time to get some upgrades, and uh, we're very proud of it. I know you got a new field, uh, new lighting, which is fantastic. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us about this, uh, the renovations that, you've, uh, that you're going on now. So, yeah, so we, we got the field in there. We're, we're very excited about that. Put a new track in, which uh, all our teams and our track team appreciates. Uh, for a long time, we had the cinder track and the limestone material and you know you get those big rains we'd have a moat around our field so we don't we don't have that anymore so we've got a great track that we can uh, run dual meets on and all our teams can take advantage of so we're excited about that and then the lighting we put in a couple of years ago uh the new musco lights and it really changed it up I, you've been out there before so oh, it, yeah. uh, it got some of those nights got a little weird so uh the lighting's been fantastic like sitting in a movie theater so watching the game so it's been uh Good on that that end of things, and then now we are redoing our home side bleachers and press box. So, um, you know, upgrade those facilities. It was to the point with the old facilities that really you couldn't renovate them. Anything you did had to bring everything up to code, and it was just uh, not feasible. So now we're uh, redoing our press box and home side bleachers. Now, uh, how many uh, are you going to be able to uh, have more seating there for the home side? Or um, actually, actually, it, it decreases the seating a bit. I don't have the exact number, but the the catch is on our old bleachers started from the ground up. So really, our first three, four, five rows really weren't great seats anyway because you were pretty much sitting behind right. the bleachers and sitting you're sitting behind the other team and the cheerleaders and everything else. So this section will sit a little higher. It's a little bit smaller than what we had before, but I think. Uh, with the benches, and we're starting higher, and the angles are really good, and we're excited. We've got nice handrails, and then the difference with our press box now, it used to be a building. It had like three floors, and you had a youth climbing up it, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about. And so now it's one of the setups where you go up in the bleachers and go to a door at the top of the bleachers into the press box. And uh, uh, nice press box. It's kind, of, it's kind of neat how they're doing it. It's kind of, kind of like a trailer. The crane will come in, and we haven't done it. We're getting ready to do that here in the next couple of days, and they'll lift it up and 
drop it on there and it uh upgrade facilities with heating air and you know great oh. great view for the coaches and for press and you'll, you'll appreciate it <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> and uh yeah and uh good good camera angles for our cameras you know our, our uh, team cameras and things like that so we can film from and then we'll have a uh a crow's nest feature up top where you can climb up to the top of the press box and, and film from up there if you have a you know a team somebody from the team that wants to film or something along those lines. So yeah, are there going to be like individual booths then for like the coaches? Right. Yes. And then media? yep. And so it's separated where our 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 pass setup was our pass setup was set up for. Um, uh, you know, different floors. So we had our coaches up on the fourth floor. Right. Uh, this will have five different compartments. You have your where your timekeeper is, and then we'll have uh, basically, I, I guess for lack of a better word, two press areas on each side that people can sit at and, and uh, you know report the game. And then we'll have coaches' rooms on either end of the press box that the coaches can use uh, for both teams. So especially for football, that'll be that'll be really nice. So. Yeah. Now, what are your coaches saying about it? Uh, the, I know you've got uh, you've got soccer and everything, so uh, it's going to be nice in the summer, and it's going to be nice or nice in the in the in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be so dang on hot, is it? Right. Yeah. No. It'll be, it was. Uh, our old our old setup was uh, had, had some uh, had some history to it. Oh, had, yeah. uh, had a lot of character to it. Um, and it was it was funny. I'm, I'm proud of our alumni. It took quite the quite the piece of machinery to knock that thing down. That wasn't an easy job. So they they, they through uh, almost forty uh, some years or whatever it was, uh, all the high winds and tornadoes and things that no one's ever taken it out. So. Uh, it took it took some work to knock that thing down, and so uh, but uh, lose a little bit of storage. Um, but we'll have we'll we'll pick some of that up underneath the bleachers the way we had them built. Uh, there'll be some room under there for us to do some stuff like that, and I'm sure the coaches are very excited about it. It's a nice view. Uh, it'll be much more comfortable, and so uh, up in the up in the press box though, and we'll have the coaches at opposite ends of the. Uh, um, of the press box, there's plenty of privacy there. I don't think that's a big deal. So that that should work out really well. Well, we won't ha- hear any certain words come across then. Of course not. We don't do that. Yeah, ab- absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's what's next for Carol then? Uh, the the uh, visitor side. Yeah. So so eventually we've, we've uh, well another uh, thing we did last year too, which is really nice. Uh, is we did our entryway. The Colwall family uh, made a, a wonderful donation, and we did our entryway uh, into the stadium, which is really uh, looks really nice from our uh, um, parking lot because as you you kind of go down a, a little bit of a, a decline, and, and it's a great view of our stadium. So the entrance we redid. So next on the horizon uh, would be. Um, our visitor side uh, and get that finished and again it was you know a lot of it was built when the uh, when the other was built so that'll be next and then you know some of the other uh, features down the road would include concessions and restrooms and things like that so uh love to do in one shot but i think we're we're getting it and taking care of it as, as we go here and we're, we're really excited about it now we were talking uh, a couple of years ago when the, when you put up the new lights because you had all uh you had what three three poles on each side and, and they had the I think it was like original lighting in there with the white light, yeah. not the not the <laughs> not the ones you got in there now. Uh, but right, you didn't you say that you were able to control those lights for like soccer and and, and uh, uh, track and all that? 
Uh, yeah, so, yeah, no, it's really, really cool. Yeah, our old system was kind of funny. It was four, actually four light poles on each okay. side, and it was the old school. So, yeah, you turn them on, it was almost like the whole neighborhood would dim for a second <laughs> and come back on. And you, could, you, could only turn, you could only turn on a couple of lights at a time, and you had to wait a little bit for them to come on. So these are all LEDs. They're all fantastic. And uh, we actually have an app that... Uh, uh, you know, that we can turn off or remote or somebody needs to get in there for something, we can kick it on and, and uh, you know, and get the lights on in the stadium. So the, the Musco systems are really nice. So it's, and it only requires four poles. And so that's nice too. So if you, you stand at the uh, center of the field, you should have four shadows going off of you, which is kind of the European model. All the soccer stadiums don't do that where you, so you're just picking up great light wherever you go. And it's not necessarily, it's, the bit of a glare, you know, when that ball right. gets up in the lights, you don't have as bad as you had it with the pass system. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So now, now yeah, we're you, very happy with it. Can you adjust it for? Can you adjust? Uh, did you say you can adjust those for like track? To get the corner. Um, yeah, they can. They can adjust them. So yeah, oh, okay. if, we, if we were to call Musco, they can do that. We personally oh, okay. would not do that. So I, I would for sure mess that up. So, um, but yeah, no, they could. They can do different. Oh yeah, they have all kinds of stuff they could do. If, if we wanted, they could have a stroke feature. If you've seen some of the stadiums when a touchdown oh, yeah. or a goal scored, yeah, the the lights. Are, yeah, you could put that something like that in there, and so. Um, yeah, so yeah, and they, they can actually control some of those things if we want them to. So yeah, no, we're it's it's a nice setup. Very well, happy with it. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to coming out to Carroll High School to watch some football, and I'm sure the fans of Carroll, of the Carroll Patriots, are going to be happy too. Absolutely, we look forward to having everybody out. We're excited about the fall, and this is such a great time of year to bring everybody back to school. So we're really excited about it here at Archbishop Carroll. So we're looking forward to it. First football game is August the 18th, or is that a road game? Oh uh, yeah, no, I think that's our first. That's our opener. I don't have the calendar in front of me, but yeah, no, we play. Uh, we bring in um, Columbus South, actually, the first time okay. we've played them. So they're going to come in. And we're going to host them uh, week one. And our first scrimmage is next week. We're hosting the Oakwood Lumberjacks. So that's that's on the uh, that's on the 11th. So we'll get a home scrimmage and get a dress rehearsal. And then we'll, uh, we'll we look forward to opening up uh, week one with uh, Columbus South. Well, good luck to you. And I'm looking well, forward to coming it. out there. We look forward to having you. And we'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to GCSN Reports on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org. Or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Back here on GCSN, we are 
talking high school football renovations, and the biggest renovation that I have ever heard of, besides knocking the entire stadium down and rebuilding it, is at Welcome Stadium. $29 million renovation uh, to the stadium. Last year they put in the lights, the turf, and the uh, track. Now this year they've done everything else. Joining us now is Victoria Jones, the Director of Athletics for the Dayton Public Schools. And Victoria, how excited are you guys to be ready to show off Welcome Stadium in a couple of weeks? Oh, man, it's been great. First, I'd like to thank you for, you know, this interview. And on behalf of Dayton Public Schools, we really appreciate this. But it's going to be amazing. We're still, we have our wheels turning over here right now, all the way to crunch time. But that's part of athletics, always being able to make adjustments. Um, I mean, it is beautiful. We are excited for our students, for our community, and for our partners as well. Um, as you already stated, the field was done um, during our season. Our track our track actually is now a, like a royal blue, so it was black when we actually ran on it during the season. So that's even some changes. Um, our press box, amazing. The concourse, and we still have other things. So even when you come, it's not our complete renovation, but it's it's almost there, um, and it's ready for at least competition. Okay, tell tell us about uh, what it looks like inside, because I know they gutted everything out, uh, the concession stands or the uh, the restrooms, everything. Uh, talk about that, yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, you won't even you won't even remember what it used to look like. I mean, oh, I've been in there many times. Open... I've been in there many times. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember what it looks like. <laughs> uh, I mean, the framing from the outside is the same, but when you get in that inside, I mean, it's an open concept. Um, everything is new. We have a spirit shop, so you'll be able to actually get gear for our respective schools, and we're going to have some throwback items in there too. So the Parisons and the Colonel Whites of the world. Um, we'll have some things in there for those schools that no longer exist. But um, even our record boards, there's no more stencils now. Everything is modern and updated. We have restrooms all over the place. So um, <laughs> we have uh, exit doors that were not there. So it's definitely um, a lot of newness. I think it's a wow moment. Um, our press box, you no longer have to walk up all those those stairs anymore. Thank either. God. We have an elevator. <laughs> Thank God. You know, us old folk, we can't get up. <laughs> us old folk can't get up those steps that quickly anymore. Listen, us young folks can't either. You know, I just need to get on the walkie-talkie and say, you guys good up there? <laughs> you know. But, uh... We're excited about that. I remember somebody told me it, it's not a true project if you don't get an elevator in that project. So, exactly. So there is an elevator, yes. <laughs> but um, everything's awesome. I mean, the the locker rooms, I mean, where showers used to be, they're on the other side now. So it was a, a total uh, overhaul when we approached this. We wanted to grab some of the rich history, too. So I think the, the community, everybody's going to be uh, well pleased with this project for sure. Now you got uh, just uh, about what fifteen days before our first game. Yes, we actually um, we hit the field with Thurgood Marshall on August the seventeenth. So um, <laughs> you know, I, I said it's probably be a little bit of everybody walking through there. You know, I'm sure uh, Coach Goodwine is going to coach us up for this victory, <laughs> but it's definitely going to be a show and tell for sure. 
um, for this game. So we're excited about that. So if you're not doing anything, come out, uh, Welcome Stadium. You know, we've been talking about the new Welcome Stadium, people giving this stadium a new name, but it's still Welcome Stadium. is just newly improved for oh, sure. Yeah. Now, uh, I know it was built back in 1949, and we were talking ahead of time uh, before doing the interview. They had ten schools that played there, ten high schools that actually, or ten or maybe even eleven that played there. Can you imagine what it would be like playing on grass and having ten, <laughs> five games a week in there? <laughs> it would be a total. Hey, listen. <laughs> We're at six, and that can be challenging sometimes with all our other middle school games and soccer games. But, yeah, definitely uh, a win for everybody. I, I've talked to people that may have played on that grass and still walking around here, and <laughs> they just talk about, <laughs> yeah, they talk about their experience and how muddy they used to be and how blessed we are to be in this position. And I always just tell everybody, you guys paved the way. You know, there's a lot of changes from those times, but this is still a win for everybody to be able to witness this. Have you talked to some of the coaches about about the stadium and, and how excited uh, are they to be coming into Welcome Stadium for this year? Hey, listen, our, our coaches, their chest stuck out for sure, you know. <laughs> they're excited, I think, um, from a retaining our kids and kids coming back, they're excited about that. But, you know, our track coaches as well. I mean, they they stick their head over there all the time. But um, And this isn't just uh, soccer. I mean, I'm sorry, football and track bound. Our soccer teams use this, uses this facility. Our middle school teams, they play. Uh, we have peewee teams to come. And we want to actually open this up to concerts. We have lacrosse lines. We, we are set for Division three colleges. So, I mean, we we were really intentional with this. We're hoping to get some of the OSHA events back. Um, I'm hearing there may be some regional opportunities that are still available. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're pumped about this. We are steadily getting <laughs> calls for people to rent out our facilities. So, yeah. Okay, if they want to rent out the facility, who do they call? So we are being intentional in making sure that there is a place to find it on our website. So our district website and um, our dpsstats.com will be a hub that they can go to. We're still working on that. But currently, Yolanda Davis, um, she's our budget uh, specialist. She's been the one kind of handling the calendars uh, right now. And her contact is uh, 542-4072. Or they can email me, V for Victoria Jones at DaytonPublic.com. But right now, um, we are trying to stream, streamline it a little better so you can assess that um, opportunity to request a little easier. Now, you guys aren't done completely with the renovations. you got some more to do, right? We do. We do. So we, we just launched a campaign, um, the field house that, that was originally in the plan. Um, we're, we're still trying to raise funds for that. Um, with that concept, we have athletic offices. We have um, uh, additional locker rooms for our students. So um, we're, we're trying to raise money for that. And we also, as you know, we have the new bike park with the city. We don't have a discus area. We actually were fortunate to use UDs last season. So we have additional field that's going to be within um, the, the framework, too, that we're funding for so we can have a place for our discus area. 
And then the event, there's uh, outside use. There's additional overflow field um, that we can use for those type of events as well. Oh, this! Uh, I tell you what, I can't wait to get down there. I know I'll be da- I'll be down there for the uh, uh, first UD game uh, with Central State. I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm looking forward to just riding up the elevator. <laughs> hey, listen, the elevator is here. And also, I think another highlight, and, and when I say all of it is a highlight, but one I'm really looking forward to um, is the new scoreboard, which is currently, as we speak, is being put up there right oh, now. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a nice scoreboard, and we have the capability of watching movies with the oh. scoreboard, too. Wow. So, yes, it just got here a couple of days ago, and, you know, Dr. Lawrence um, and board members, they said, move forward. We're putting it up. So um, hopefully we can get all our kinks out and be able to uh, utilize it as we should. Um, but we are excited about that scoreboard as well. Okay. The, one, the, the most important thing that I'm thinking about is the press box. Talk about that. The press box, so uh, we had like a two-floor two press box, so we basically cut that down and we extended it. Believe it or not, we have uh, patios on each side of the, the new um, press box, too. We have a boardroom suite right in the center. We didn't have that before. Uh, we have, of course, the coaches' boxes. We have the video board area. And, and when we, we were intentional with that, we're making sure we have space for students so they can learn how to do the systems, too. So there's an educational piece with this as well. Um, I mean, everything is completely new up there, you know. So, and, and again, we, we have that elevator piece, too. So <laughs> it's, it's really, really nice. And it's going to be open to so when people – you know, rent out the place, that will be available to those people as well. Okay. Now, I told you I was going to tax your brain. Uh, can you name all the schools that have been in the Dayton Public Schools? You're talking about the actually Action. from the date we started? Yeah. You know what? I think that Eric Bradley, those key buyers, and definitely that Vice President Will Smith will be better. I mean, I've heard from Wright brothers. Did you know that Wilbur Wright once was, you know, not? It was middle school when I was in school. I've heard Steele. Um, it, it, it was when we get in these rooms, I'm like, where are these schools? You know, Fairview. Well, Fairview. Okay. So, Roosevelt and Patty. Can't can't forget about the teddies, you know. Yeah. So, and so it's a lot of history, and believe it or not, a fun fact too. You know, UD's been around for a while too with our facility. Right. I mean, we we have pictures when when you get in there. We're gonna have some throwback pictures where, I mean, UD's been mentioned from day one. It seems. So. How, how excited are they? They're excited. They're excited. I mean, like I said, this didn't just impact us. It impacted a community, you know. Um, I'm sure as a former coach, when they're doing um, recruiting, it's a, definitely a better place to show, you know, when they bring exactly. recruits in, you know. So, and, I mean, I think this is a hub for athletics within our city. I mean, you have their fields. They just um, redid their baseball areas. We got the bike park now with the city. So there's a lot of newness and a lot of action happening over here on <laughs> Edwin Z. Moses for sure. Yeah, I'm looking. Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, here's here's all the schools that uh, were in existence before: Colonel White, Fairview, Kaiser, your school, Patterson, 
uh, Wilbur Wright, Roosevelt, and Roth. And I think mm-hmm. Chaminade played in there, too, at one time, because I know my dad said Yeah, I think they were part of that, too, at some point. And, again, uh, board member Will Smith, he is the historian. He, he brings all this. And Dr. Goodwin, she's been getting a little bit more into it, too. Um, and I think that's why we want to make sure we finish the task, because in the original layout, um, in the 19, in 1949, the fuel house was mentioned too, but oh. they didn't quite finish that piece of it. So I think that's the, the competitor in us to try to finish that piece out. So. Well, Victoria, I want to thank you for coming on, and uh, I am looking forward to being down there on September the 9th and seeing all the uh, renovations and uh, getting a chance to sit in that new press box and. Uh, it, it just from looking from the outside, and I, you know, I did UD baseball uh, last year, and I kept watching as the renovations were make. You know, at the time the press box wasn't even there, and I saw everything um, going up when it comes to the press box area and the seating area. Uh, you know, that's that's all new too. So it it's going to be it's going to be fun to go down there, and uh, the the parents of the uh, kids that are going to be playing. Uh, not only for DPS, but also the teams that are coming in, they they're going to be very, presently surprised. Uh, they're going to be surprised at the uh, at the new yeah. renovations. And I'm glad you you did mention the seating because uh, we did address seating. We are up to cold, so the ADA was uh, addressed. So we have handicapped companion seating now. We have additional ramps. Um, so yeah, even that the the handrails were placed. So even where you you sit is now different as well. So, yeah, so we're we're excited and we look forward to welcoming everybody. Um, you can get tickets online. You we have ticket booths, so you actually come up to the ticket area now before you enter the building. So we were very, um, I guess, attentional with that piece as well. I will say our mission prices did change. I just kind of talked about that on social media the other day. It is $8 for um, um, adults and then $5 for students and seniors. So, um, you know, with this newness, and we were one of the last districts that probably changed our prices, so we just felt the time was now. So just wanted to give everybody a heads up on that. But we appreciate all that you do for us, and I do appreciate um, you uh, spending some time with us, and I can't wait to see you as you get on that elevator. <laughs> <laughs> well, you be there on September the 9th, because I'll, I'll be there probably around 10 a.m. for 1 o'clock start. <laughs> I'll be there early, so uh, you you be there at 10 a.m., and, and you can r- ride up the elevator with me. How's that? Hey, sounds like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria Jones of the Dayton Public Schools, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. We do baseball also. And you know that what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. 
The game is over. But this time, instead of asking how many goals did you score or what were your stats, try asking these questions. Were you a good teammate? Were you coachable? Did you give 100%? And did you have fun? Because those are the values that school sports instill in Ohio's young people. Where winning and losing are secondary to the life lessons that will stay with kids long after their playing days are over. This is the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Educate through sports. Yeah, back here on GCSN Reports, Doug Brown with you. I want to thank uh, the direct the athletic directors for coming on. Uh, Nathan Cobb from Xenia, Scott Molfentner from uh, Carroll, and also Victoria Jones from the Dayton Public Schools. The home opener for Xenia will be on the 17th when Beaver Creek and Xenia do battle, and that's only fitting that those two schools open up that new stadium. On Friday the 18th, it'll be Carroll taking on Columbus South, and that'll be at uh, Patriot Stadium. And then on the 17th, Doan Community will take on Thurgood Marshall down at the stadium, and they will have the uh, Thurgood Marshall will have the the uh, opportunity to open up the new stadium uh, down at Welcome. So thank you to all the athletic directors for coming on and. Uh, you know, football's just a couple of weeks away. And, yeah, believe it or not, there's two other schools that have stadiums that are going up, but they're not ready yet. Fairborn is going to have a new stadium out uh, in uh, Fairborn, just on the east side of State Route uh, or, uh, 675. And also Bethel is putting up a new stadium uh, out in Bethel Township. So uh, looking forward to seeing them. So if you get a chance, go check out these new stadiums and also other stadiums that I, I don't know about that are being remodeled. So check them out and uh, enjoy the football season. It starts one week from tomorrow. So this is Doug Brown saying so long. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Gem City Sports Network. You've been listening to GCSN Reports. Today's show has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for a minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton and Southwest Ohio. By Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for GCSN Reports right here on the Gem City Sports Network.